Emerald City Comic Con and Nerd Rock Icons Kirby Crackle bring you Crackle Fest 9 on March 15th from the Hard Rock Cafe in Seattle, hosted by the Mike Seibert Radio Podcast. Enjoy a night of rocking out like the nerds you are with a lineup featuring Halifax based nerd rapper Word Burglar. Yo, this is for the rental patients, selecting discs and cassettes for play. Portland's own super duo, Mega Thruster. And of course, the master of nerd rock themselves, Kirby Crackle. It's the new, it's the telly, my broken heart. You went and watched the show, you promised that you wait to start. Advanced tickets are just $15, tickets at the door, 18 This is a 21 and over show, so come on and celebrate the nerd culture with music, comedy, and themed drinks. Doors open at 8 p.m., show starts at 8.30. Head on over to kirbycracklemusic.com for ticket info and all things Cracklefest. Mike Cyber Radio is an independent podcast. The views and opinions expressed are those of the host and the guests only and do not necessarily reflect those of any broadcasters that any of us either have been, am now, or will be affiliated with. Enjoy the show! Welcome back to Mike Cybert Radio. I am your host. If you'd like to get a hold of me, I'm at Mike Cybert Radio. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and write into the mailbag, MikeCybertRadio at gmail.com. This is the podcast radio show where I talk about stuff and things that are on my mind every week. And as the march towards Cracklefest 9 continues, this week's featured guest is nerdcore rapper Word Burglar. We're going to talk a lot about Transformers and G.I. Joe, but we're also going to discuss his music, podcasts, shows in Japan, and what you can expect during his set at Cracklefest. This is going to be a whole lot of fun. I can't wait. All of that and more on this all-new episode of Mike Seibert Radio. But first, let's kick things off with some shout-outs. Shout it, shout it, shout it out So a few weeks ago during episode 199, guest Anthony Brucalli from TFU.info, uh, he uh, dropped a few teases about his upcoming coverage of Transformers the Movie on his Transformers University podcast. Well, I guess it was then upcoming coverage. Um, but uh, anyway, now uh, the first of those episodes, uh, plural, episodes plural, are now available. Episodes 50 and 51 are up for streaming and download, featuring not just a great overview of 1986's animated Transformers the movie in the traditional Transformers University fashion, but also great stories and memories from over 20 different people in the Transformers fan community, including myself as well as my good friends Aaron, Ryan, and Caleb from the Autopod Decepticast, along with our buddies from the Transmissions Podcast, and tons of other great new voices as well. And like Ryan uh, texted me earlier, uh, the episodes sound, uh, they end up being uh, really quite touching, actually. And if you want early access to the next two episodes of Transformers University continuing their coverage of Transformers the movie, 
then you gotta jump on that Patreon. You could subscribe on Patreon for as little as a buck a month. You'll get early access uh, to those podcast episodes. I'll have a link for you in the show notes. Check it out. Coming up next, it's my interview with Word Burglar getting you all hyped up for Cracklefest 9. But first, from his latest album, Rhyme Your Business, you can hear part of this in that great promo at the top of the show that Dave Sanders made. This is Rental Patient. Are your kids renting a movie this weekend? Saturday afternoon matinees aren't what they used to be. To begin with, kids don't have to go to the movie theater. They can bring the movie home from the rental store. What you know about going out to catch a movie at your own house? Waiting in line to watch something on your own couch, no doubt. You had to get up and get it, or ask an adult if your pick was restricted. Get this, I know it's hard to believe it, but if a movie was rented, you just couldn't see it. None to download from your humble abode. You'd have to leave your home bungalow and run down the road. Hope the local shop had a copy in stock, because if not, gotta find something else to watch. And if you thought I was done with flipping your mind, they only let you have the flick for a limited time. And if you didn't rewind, you were the evilest dude. Worse than the term previously viewed, even though you paid, it was only yours to borrow. Because after all of that, you'd have to bring it back tomorrow. Yo, take it from a rental patient. You had to have rental patience. Checking the shelves of every destination. They might have a copy at the next location. Yo, this is for the rental patient. Selecting discs and cassettes for playing. Popcorn sets through the ventilation. Better get something good because your friends are waiting. Okay then, now in case you didn't know the lengths you had to go just to get a video was a ritual. A major event when you got your own card and were able to rent. Swear everyone went. Families to film buffs. Stoners and punks who try to steal stuff Or just loiter and eat the free popcorn Sneak a peek behind the curtain they stock porn And every visit was a hunt and a gamble Taking chances on new ones to sample A lot of choices were only based on box art So if you found a gem, you were a rock star And few things could beat that relief smile Of being first to the new release style But be guile, cause if you don't wanna find You better make sure you return it on time Yo, this is for the rental patient Selecting discs and cassettes for playing Popcorn sets through the ventilation Better get something good cause your friends are awake The top movies were dirty They all got around in and out of every last player in town Wow, I mean why you think each release came with fingerprint stains and some pizza grease Seven day rentals for seven bucks kid Test your luck cause what you picked you were stuck with Why put up with this glad you asked Cause buying back then cost a lot of cash It was the age of renters Made more memorable Cause we knew what we had was ephemeral A flicker on the screen, a brief time and moment of taking something home knowing you didn't own it you don't appreciate the grace till you take a risk beta vhs dvd laser disc maybe this is just how they were meant to be seen on pieces of plastic you sticking machines yo take it from a rental patient you had to have rental patience checking the shelves of every destination they might have a copy at the next location yo this is for the rental patient selecting discs and cassettes for playing popcorn sets through the ventilation better get something good cause your friends are waiting you had to have rental patience for all the rental patients i used to see a video villa aka super video queen of morris Video difference, critics' choice, gigantic video, jumbo video, video flicks, video pics, MT video, video 99, Johnson's video in Scarborough where I saw the G.I. Joe cartoon movie, and they had the Super Famicom games, and the Famicom games with the converters, that was crazy, Blockbuster you can't forget about, Hollywood, video 99, Queen video, video free Brooklyn, whatever video in every city, yo, this is for every rental patient out there, uh. 
can children rent these cassettes, any cassettes from these rental places? Cassettes from these rental places. from these rental places. Rental Patient is available on Word Burglar's sixth full-length album, Rhyme Your Business, available now at his Bandcamp page and everywhere else you get your digital music. I'll have links in the show notes. And uh, thank you for listening to Mike Seibert Radio. I am your host. And joining me now on the Mike Seibert Radio party line is Word Burglar. Thanks for being on the show. And why don't you start off by introducing yourself? Mike, thank you. Well, first of all, thanks for having me on here. I uh, I go by the name of Word Burglar. Is my rapping known to plume? And uh, you know, my mom calls me Sean. And uh, you know, you can call me whatever you like. And it's just great to be here. I'm uh, I'm coming to you live to your listeners live from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. So. Uh, <laughs> Just north and to the right a little bit, um, <laughs> you know, from not, where you guys are. Not, yeah, not too far away from Cyber Toronto, uh, home of the Cybertronic Spree. So uh, yes, they are they are good friends of mine. Actually, uh, I do a lot of shows with them here. I've had I've had the honor of uh, taking the space bridge over and chilling with the Cybertronic Spree. And, nice. Uh, yeah, we're working on some uh, some top secret stuff at the moment. Believe it or not, so oh that's really, really? Cool that, you know them, yeah. Oh, I yeah, I, we all got a couple tricks up our sleeves for I sure. Accidentally stumbled into some breaking news and some gossip. That's uh that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I had uh I I had the opportunity to interview the spree. I want to say it was uh, almost two years ago now uh, when they uh, released their first original song, uh, Cybertronic Warrior. Um, had them on, and yeah, they're uh, they're just a blast. And full disclosure. You know, for uh, all of my listeners out there, this is, you know, old hat for them. But uh, Transformers, the movie is my favorite movie. So that, you know, getting the chance to talk to the uh, uh, stars of that documentary film about their life uh, was uh, was a real treat for me. So, <laughs> Yeah, you'll have to ask them about the Quintesson sometime. I mean, the fact they got a Quintesson in the band, you know, at first I was a little skeptical, but, you know, it's been working out. So. Sure. <laughs> and Unicron, you know, it's, it's cool that he can uh, put aside his hunger yeah. and uh, get on stage and rock out. <laughs> well, very cool. So. Well, yeah, so the, I, I can already tell this is going to be uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. We're going to get knee deep in the nerdy feels, and I've uh, I, I've got a bunch of stuff I'd like to ask you about. I want to uh, ask you about your latest record. Uh, your uh, you just recently wrapped up a tour of Japan, um, but I think before we get there, um, you know, we we want to talk about Crackle Fest a little bit. But before we get into what folks can expect. Uh, from Word Burglar at Crackle Fest. Again, that is going to be uh, Friday, March 15th at the Hard Rock Cafe in Seattle, just a few short blocks away from the Washington State Convention Center, home of Emerald City Comic Con. Uh, that is going to be a lot of fun. But um, uh, the first thing I'd like to ask you is... Um, how did you find yourself acquainted with uh, Kyle Stevens and Kirby Crackle, and have a uh, have uh, talk about some of the things you've done with them previously? Yeah. Okay. Well, I first met Kirby Crackle actually. I think it was in New York and New York Comic Con. Uh, I'm gonna guess it was around maybe 2008, 2008 or nine, and uh, a mutual friend had told me about them because they because I was doing 
I've been doing my music and I was making music before I had even heard of a nerdcore scene. I'm just, I make hip hop. I just always love writing rhymes and I always wrote mm-hmm. rhymes about stuff I love. So that was video games, transformers, comic books, GI Joe, et cetera, et cetera. And so I would, I would get very nerdy with my stuff. And so people, so this, this mutual friend of, of both of ours said, Oh, you got to hear Kirby crackle. They are doing what you do and it's kind of like with rock music and it's kind of like you know same vibe I think you guys get along so I checked out their music really dug it and then bumped into them at New York Comic Con and then we just kind of hit it off and then fast forward from there uh, we wound up doing some shows together I can't remember the first show we did together is probably in Toronto okay and yeah so Kyle came up for uh, Nerd Noise Night, which is a show that I've been doing, and we do that uh, during Toronto Fan Expo weekend, similar to what you guys have with uh, Emerald City. Mm-hmm. Fan Expo Toronto is, is the big Toronto Comic Con that happens at the end of the summer every year, and so we would do this big concert on the weekend, and actually that was with Cybertronic Spree and myself and a bunch of other acts, and so Kirby Crackle came up, uh, Kirby Crackle has come up a few times for that. So, uh, and you know, Kyle and I, you know, we're just, I, I love Kyle, I love Kirby Crackle, love, uh, you know, the music, love, love the music, <laughs> love the, the people behind the music, you know, it, it's all a good thing. So, uh, and then recently I just played with Kyle a couple of shows last or I played in Seattle maybe two years ago oh, with okay. Kyle and then, um, but nothing at crack, no, no, nothing as big as Crackle Fest. Right. Um, so, yeah, so I, I guess just sort of our love of nerdy things and music. <laughs> and even though our music is different, it also, I think, really complements each other. Yeah. And we both love performing, and I think we're pretty pretty cool dudes. So <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, uh, we, you know, uh, he was always saying, well, you know, if the stars align and, and you can make it to, to Crackle Fest, we'd love to have you. And this, this year, uh, everything just sort of lined up to make it happen, so. I'm pretty yeah, pretty excited about it. Well, that's awesome, and and we're yeah. really glad to have you. Your uh, your stuff is really cool, and you know I I like to think, and I've talked about this uh, on on the show before. Um, nerd music is one of those types of things where it's I I think of it more as a community at as opposed to say like a genre like like for example like you said you know musically word burglar and kirby crackle are quite a bit different but lyrically you know we're kind of talking about the same stuff and the same themes and i don't know if there's another type of musical scene that I could say fits into that same type of thing where it's like you can have a lineup like we have at Crackle Fest 9 this year where we've got you kicking us off uh, with those nerdcore jams. We've got, you know, uh, Mega Thruster doing their thing, doing the um, acoustic nerd rock super duo. And of course, uh, nerd rock, uh, straightforward nerd rock from uh, Kirby Crackle. And what's uh, what's been your uh, take and experience being part of the nerd music scene. How uh, how do you feel about that? I think you're absolutely right. It's totally been a community. And uh, again, yeah, I've met a lot of great bands, and we're, we all make different sounding music. But yeah, we do connect on the on the similar themes, and and you know, it's a really positive, fun, geeky mm-hmm. community. And uh, yeah, again, like the Cybertronic Spree and I make completely different music, mm-hmm. but we are super close friends and like they're 
there's just a great uh, support network and just sort of like traveling around, whether I'm traveling through the States or through Canada or wherever, like the, the whole nerd scene has really expanded. So, for example, like in, in South by Southwest in mm-hmm. Austin, they have a lot of like nerdy music events. So I'll go down for that and be on a bill with a bunch of different people. And um, it's been a very supportive and awesome scene to be a part of. I first, I guess I first got exposed to it in Orlando. I think it was 2008. Oh, okay. There was a festival called Nerdapalooza. And again, I really did not know that much about what was like the nerdcore scene or the nerd rock scene or all these different things that were going on. I was kind of operating in a little bit of a bubble and some people who were putting on this festival found me and brought me out. And that's when mm-hmm. I first met like MC front a lot and mega yeah. Rand, uh, proto men, like acts like that. And, uh, and then just since then, just being able to meet so many people, um, within the community, it's, it's just been amazing. So it is, yeah, it's, it's a good thing. And, and yeah, whether you like rap or whether you like rock, I think if you're at a, a nerd of a nerdy music mm-hmm. event, when you've got the caliber of, of bands like within the scene, um, you know, you're going to enjoy it. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's always fun. I mean, it's, it's always just a, a great time, uh, with friends, with great friends, uh, both, uh, old and new. Um, so, uh, Plus, you know, if we want to talk about quintessons for a half hour, you know, people will know what we're talking about. Exactly. That's, that's the thing. I was just writing a new song today all about Metroplex. Oh, so, I love no it. No lie. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's great. Um, you know, I, I'm still kind of, uh, I don't know if bummed is the right word, but I, I'm still, I, okay. So I have, uh, one of my, you know, uh, prize possessions is I have a, uh, G1 Fortress Maximus. I, I got it for, uh, Christmas 1987 and I've had it ever since. And it, it's so big that I never lost it. Cause I mean, that, that thing's just uh huge, but when, yeah. but when the, uh, uh, Generations Metroplex came out. It's about like a quarter inch taller than Fort Max because I always said it's like, well, wait a sec. Um, you know, this is the biggest transformer ever. You know, nothing will ever be ever bigger because you know you've got like the the uh, child safety laws and drop tests and things like that. No, nothing will ever be that big. And then uh, again, Generations Metroplex comes along and is like just a little bit taller. But man, he's hollow. <laughs> just a just yeah. To get... Those are phenomenal. That giant Metroplex is oh, crazy, man. and also the original Fort Max. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the fact that you have that is phenomenal. Yeah, um, you know, it's... don't give yourself a big head though. <laughs> and then another little head inside of it. It's it's a, it's a triple headmaster. I uh, believe uh, Fortress Maximus did have the biggest head of all the Transformers. Yes, if memory serves. <laughs> both, both figuratively and uh, and literally. Oh man, I'm dragging yeah. us way far afield. So no, this is great, man. No, honestly, that's it. I want we just talk Transformers. It's fine. It's fine. If people want to hear my music. They can check it out. It's awesome. <laughs> Let's just talk. <laughs> I, I love it. So, uh, but uh, uh, speaking of your your music, so how um, so for folks that might be listening for the first time, you know, maybe they're fans of Kirby Crackle or and may not be as familiar with your particular stuff. How would you describe Word Burglar and your music specifically? Well, it's definitely super nerdy, um, <laughs> and it's nerdy in every possible way because I'm not just nerdy about you know, cool stuff like Transformers and comic books and video games. Like, I'm nerdy about words and rhymes and beats 
And so everything from the the types of beats that I that I uh, rap over and 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 build with with producers that I work with who are all super talented, um, like-minded geniuses <laughs> like Pete <laughs> Mason and Fresh Kills and Timbuktu and all, all these awesome producers I work with. Um, we're like it, it's a it's a big nerdy package of music uh, from the the sounds to the content of the lyrics. And, uh, you know, I take it very seriously. The wordplay, there's a lot of fun wordplay. Um, you know, it's, it's stuff that makes me and my friends laugh, uh, which is what I've always done. And so mm -hmm. I hope that people may also laugh at it. Like if strangers hear it. Um, yeah, you know, it's just, it's just yeah. fun. It's fun, but seriously nerdy, good, classic old school hip hop. And, uh, with a lot of crazy references and uh, it's designed for mu multiple yeah. listens. So I well, go back and hopefully get new stuff every time. Absolutely. And that's what I really like about the nerdcore arm of nerd music specifically is that like I can share this stuff uh, with friends of mine that are hip hop fans you know because like you know I'll, I'll like you know try Kirby Crackle on them. Uh, this really isn't my thing. I'm like Try some MC Lars, you know, it's have some MC front a lot, you know, you know, kind of kind of try, you know, have a, oh, you like uh, Final Fantasy? Here's some Mega Ran. You know, it's like um, I, I've I've hooked more than a couple friends of mine by giving them uh, Nerdcore as kind of like a uh, kind of their gateway drug into into nerd music and, and geek culture. And, and I. I, I always think that's kind of fun where it's like, wait a minute, this is, these are some good flows, you know, and that's, uh, that's a lot of fun. So well, that's awesome. And that's what it's all about too. Like the sharing and everything. I mean, that's, you know, I worked in comic shops mm -hmm. for like 10 years and the biggest thing that I, I found working in comic shops was people always want to just talk about the stuff they love. Yeah. So if you come in and you're a Ninja Turtles fan or Spider-Man, whatever, you talk to me, you, and it's all about the sharing, and mm -hmm. uh, and that's how you discover new stuff. So I think it's it's awesome. You share the the tunes with your friends. So, yeah, well, that's it, nice. That's well, nice, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. But I mean, you know, like like we were saying at the top, it's a it's a community, and you know, communities. Yeah, it's totally. all about sharing. So let's um let's turn our attention to your new album, Rhyme Your Business. Um, I've, uh, I've been listening to it for, uh, for a while now. I, I really like it. Um, what, uh, what can you tell me about, uh, the new record? Uh, well, rhyme your business essentially, I mean, it's just sort, sort of a simple, uh, saying that I coined that just rhyme your business, you know, it just means like, you know, speak what you know, rap what you know. So what do I know? Well, I know some, a, a couple of things about comics. I know a couple of things about rap. I know a couple of things about video games. So I put that, that all into the rhyme. So I think rhyme your business is a really good sampling of, uh, of all the different stuff that I like to do, mm -hmm. whether it's just sort of silly songs, uh, some really uh, nostalgic stuff, like about renting videos, um, songs about video games. Like you mentioned, Mega Ran, him mm -hmm. and I have a song that's, uh, you know, sort of inspired by just like our love of video games. Which, yeah. You know, Mega Ran loves his video games. <laughs> Maybe and a little. comic books. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a really good sampling. Like if you've never heard my music, I think Rhyme Your Business is a great entry point with a, a, a big variety of stuff. Like I have done full albums that are just 
a full concept or stick to a theme. Mm-hmm. Like I have a whole album dedicated to G.I. Joe or inspired by G.I. Joe. Cause right. that was, I was a huge fan of the G.I. Joe, like comics and cartoons and action figures as a kid. So I did a whole mm-hmm. album called welcome to Cobra Island. Mm-hmm. So I know you're a transformers guy and I'm a huge transformers guy too. But, uh, but yeah, G.I. Joe, I was always really, oh, really yeah. into the Marvel comics. And, uh, if anyone listening is a Joe fan, you should check out welcome to Cobra Island. So that's, uh, that's a, a fun little ride in, in oh, yeah. to the G.I. Joe lore. And uh, I love the Transformers cartoon movie, but uh, i got to say, I, I like the G.I. Joe one just a little better. <laughs> really? Yeah, oh, see, oh, yeah. Cobra it, Law blew my mind as a kid. Sure, sure. Like everything I knew was a lie. Oh yeah, but, exactly. Uh, well, yeah, and yeah. and and you're getting like they're getting their Cronenberg on too with all that body yeah. horror and stuff. I mean, it's oh, absolutely. It, it's it's interesting because like uh, uh, some good friends of mine, uh, they uh, they host the Autopod Decepticast, which uh, for eighty six episode was a minute by minute breakdown of Transformers the movie. Well, after they wrapped up that that project, uh, and due to uh, clamoring from the fans, myself included, it's like, well, why don't you guys chat about GI Joe the movie? Now they're they're not doing the full minute breakdown thing. They're they're doing it kind of like in I don't know maybe like ten minute chunks. Like so, like they did a a entire episode just on uh, the opening prologue, the beginning. Which I mean, I, I'm not telling you anything, but that uh that opening sequence is. Probably for me, the uh, the greatest distillation of everything that's great about GI Joe that's ever been put on screen, ever. Oh yeah. Now, are you talking about the credit sequence or Pythona entering the Terror Domes? No, before that, the, the the Statue of Liberty. Oh yeah, the Statue of Liberty thing is an awesome, jam packed, crazy opening sequence. Yeah. Yes, a phenomenal. But I tell you, that next scene. With Pythona sneaking into the terror uh-huh. room, that's crazy. Like that's awesome too. Yeah, like, it's just basically that that movie just doesn't stop. And I could probably break it down minute by minute without even watching it. <laughs> <laughs> it's got some, uh, yeah, and the animation and the, the music and everything. And, and yeah. I don't know. I just I love it all. And I know it. It was not. I think people are starting to come around to it too. Like for years, it was sort of hated on. Yeah, and definitely. I think the older Joe fans had a problem with it, but I was sort sure. of that right age where it hit me and I was like, what are you, like this? It just twisted my mind. And, <laughs> uh, and then unfortunately the series that followed was terrible. Oh my and gosh. I think GI Joe has been downhill, um, at least on screen since that movie with the exception of, uh, they did a quick, uh, they had GI Joe renegades and resolute, but Oh yeah. Again, I could get going like those were great cartoons, okay. but, uh, the Deke stuff and G.I. Joe Extreme, I was just not that into. But uh, Yeah. But I digress. Don't get me started on Joe. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's awesome. Yeah, one of these days we'll have to reconnect and just uh, pop the top off of some Joe, too, because, well, it was interesting. Like, I was, um, you know, I, I was aware of your stuff, like, you know, because I, I remembered that you had done some shows with Kirby Crackle, but unfortunately I missed them. Um, and I'm just like, oh, Word Burglar, you know, it's like I followed you on Twitter and all that, but didn't really get into your stuff like headlong until very recently. And I, uh, you know, I, I was I was going through your your band camp and I'm like, welcome to Cobra Island. What? 
hello and yeah i just i just immediately got into that and i'm like oh oh we're uh we're gonna be buddies because <laughs> it's it's uh it's great i mean again it, it really is a love letter to uh to gi joe and and specifically like you said those old uh, uh marvel larry hama comics um yeah it's it, it's it was really really cool gi joe will return after these messages fun doing it and I really did try to I made it to, to try and uh, encapsulate the best parts of the comics yeah. and the cartoons and the action figures mm-hmm. so I tried to make it all work in one world uh, even with like including stuff from like the more recent IDW mm-hmm. comics and things yeah. like that because I really I I never got out of Joe I never got out of Transformers sure. Joe and Star Wars you know like it just stuck with it I was still into it in high school uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like when most kids dropped off I was like nah like I'm, it, it never lost me yeah same Even through I, the uh the bad movies yeah <laughs> yeah I mean I mean that that retaliation was kind of okay 
I mean, there's the, yeah, there's yeah, it was all right. Yeah, I mean, there's I mean, like, oh, cool, we're 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 doing ninjas. That's that's fine. I I like that. I mean, because I mean, you know, and it's interesting. And again, we're getting down like this deep, dark Joe of uh, uh, well that we might not be able to crawl ourselves back out from. But it's interesting. <laughs> like, if you talk to Joe fans, they're usually either pro-ninja or anti-ninja. That's really kind of like the litmus test for what kind of Joe fans there are. They'd be like, oh, well, you know, Joe was fine until it jumped the shark and, and uh, you know, started having all these ninjas. Like, I, I remember, like, when the uh, uh, Devil's Due series came out, like, uh, early 2000s, around around the same time the Dreamwave Transformers series came out, you know, kind of like yeah. that, that wave of 80s nostalgia. And I remember they kind of talked about, I mean, they, they make a direct reference in like the first issue it's like uh you know who let the green power ranger in you know that that kind of thing is kind of like you know a, a swipe at the proliferation of uh ninja in in joe comics and yeah like i said it's 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 just one of those weird things where um i i think it all fits because it's all it's all bonkers it's like you know you got ninja you got cronenberg body horror you got cobra law and it's um yeah, I mean, again, Joe Lore is just as bonkers as anything else. Oh yeah, I, and I, I'm with you. Like I, I like it all from mm. the like serious military stuff to the crazy. But like, you look at Cobra and you just look how crazy and outlandish it is. <laughs> exactly. And you know, the cartoon is so superheroic, and Larry Hama kept the comics as grounded as he could. Yeah. While incorporating insane stuff like Zartan or Serpentor and all the ninja stuff, but that just yeah. made it great. And you got to remember yeah. it is fantasy, right? So, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's escapist fantasy based on, you know, real ideas. And, um, yeah, no, I love Joe and, and love Transformers and, uh, yeah, like there's a few, I've got a few things coming up at uh-huh. the end of the summer that uh that you're gonna dig if you're into transformers awesome well look at i already revealed one of them but uh there's (laughs) there's some stuff coming up yeah (laughs) let's just say i'm a bit of a cybertronosaur (laughs) oh i'm a i'm a quote you on that i like that i like that a lot Let's not, yeah, let's not make that public outside of here just yet. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. All right. But, so, uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, like we were saying, Rhyme Your Business is the uh, latest jam from Word Burglar that is out there um, available uh, for purchase and downloads wherever you get your musics. Uh, but um, when you and I first started connecting to uh, schedule this interview ahead of Crackle Fest 9, um, you had shared with me that you were just wrapping wrapping up your tour in Japan. And I was wondering if you could uh, talk about that for a few. Yeah, well, I uh, I guess I spent all fall touring Canada. So I did a cross-country Canadian tour, which was amazing. And then when that, that was wrapping up, uh, yeah, the opportunity came up for me to play a couple shows in Japan, and I've always wanted to go to Japan. So I made it happen. Uh, it was incredible. Have you ever been to Japan? I have not. I've always wanted to go. It's, you know what, it's like everyone always told me when I would say like, oh, I've always wanted to go and everyone, everyone would just say what I'm about to tell you, just go make it happen because it is, it's amazing. It's everything you think it is. Really? Everything about that country, the people are incredibly kind and considerate and the, the whole, like when you're in Tokyo and, and traveling around, you're, you can take bullet trains to the major cities that just travel incredibly fast. And anyone listening who's been to Japan knows all this. 
but it's just everything is just run so well and it all makes sense like i was afraid there was going to be a bit of a language barrier because i don't speak japanese sure but everything was just sort of so logically and practically put together like just if you were trying to get somewhere Mm -hmm. um if you wanted to get food whatever and everything just it just made sense that's the easiest way to say it yeah and you know plus let's not even talk about if you love transformers you can't walk a block without seeing something that looks like a transformer. Sure. <laughs> like there are, it's, I mean, especially you go into like, there's like whole nerdy districts mm-hmm. where you can just go shopping and see all these like transformers and Gundams and common rider. I don't know if you know common rider. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So the common rider stuff, there's new common rider there and it's huge. And then of course all the video games. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I just had the most amazing time, ate a ton of sushi, ramen, um, the shows were really interesting. Um, I played a few, like I played for some people who it was like all English speaking and a lot of expats who were there, like Americans and Canadians and oh, Australians cool. and British who, yeah. So I played like at like, you know, an English speaking venue, but then I also played at a really like full on Japanese underground hip hip hop venue and where really a handful of people spoke English and other than that, it was all Japanese. So as a, from a performance mm-hmm. angle, it was really, it was a great experience for me to sort of learn how to like, how to communicate with a crowd that don't understand English yeah. when I'm speaking a mile or a minute when I'm rapping and trying to figure out what they respond to. And I do a lot of improv and freestyling. It's part of my act. So I always do work with the crowd and do crowd work and, mm-hmm. and create songs with them. So that for me was, it was a real challenge, but really, really fun and, and rewarding. Um, and yeah, the audiences, it's different. Like they're not as loud <laughs> as, uh, as English speaking crowds. So yeah. they're very reserved while you're performing and very respectful. And then, um, it it was uh, so there was there's a lot of little things like that. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. One last thing that I know that was big in Japan, convenience stores are huge. Everyone goes to convenience stores for everything. Okay, like you go there for people go there for their meals for lunch. I mean, you know, yeah, we go to like Circle K's or Seven Elevens and stuff like that, but sure. it's on a whole other level in Japan. Mm. Like everything you need is there, twenty four seven. Um, just at the convenience stores and, and it's all really, really good, like really high quality food everywhere because nobody wants to serve you anything that's subpar. So no matter where you are, if you're on the subway, if you're at a convenience store, whatever food you buy, at least the stuff that we had for the whole time I was there, everywhere we went, it was awesome. (laughs) So like, yeah, I don't know. It it was good. I could have spent tons and tons of money on toys and oh, video sure. games, but, but I, I didn't. <laughs> I gotcha. But yeah, uh, very tempting, very tempting. So, uh, yeah, it was it was amazing. Very cool. I I'm glad because yeah, I I appreciate your advice, and I would pass that along to anybody listening. It's like if there's somewhere you want to go, just go. You know, just uh, just do it. Um, as a as the the shoe slogan goes. Yeah, it seems overwhelming, right? But you know. Mm-hmm. If you just a little bit of planning, you get a cheap flight, you plan it out. And honestly, the like hotels, like we had a few free places to stay, but uh, like, you know, I stayed in a couple hotels a few nights and they, they were very reasonable. 
they're like the size of a cubicle. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) But they're like reasonably priced. You can do it. You know, it's it's not as expensive as some people might think. So it was uh, a good time. Excellent advice. Yeah. Um, the last Go to thing, Japan. Yeah, uh, and to cap that off, the last thing I wanted to ask you is, uh, uh, what what was the strangest thing that you saw there? Weirdest thing that you saw in Japan? Because you know, it's like we we hear all of the stories. You know, it's like, oh well, there's you know you know vending machines with underwear in them, or you know all the all these other you know like weird stuff that that is sometimes real, sometimes fable. But what uh what was the strangest thing you you came across? Oh my gosh! Okay, well, uh, the most family-friendly thing I can tell you. Ah, very good. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> Spaghetti in a hot dog bun. Oh, <laughs> that was weird. Oh no! But yeah, they're obsessed with taking, like, they love hot dogs. First of all, sure. there's everywhere you go. There's like fancy hot dogs, weird hot dogs, sushi hot dogs, like, and they'll they'll put anything in a hot dog bun. And there was spaghetti in a hot dog bun in Japan. I'm like I can't even. That's like American food mixed with Italian food yeah, in yeah. Japan. I couldn't wrap my head around it, um, but that was that was pretty weird. That wow, that uh, that is strange. I wasn't quite prepared for that. I was. I, I think I was uh, anticipating a a cringy vending machine story, but <laughs> but maybe we could we could save that for the the after dark version of a. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you can, we can talk about it. Uh, yeah. After <laughs> After Crackle Fest, uh, yeah, there you, know. you go, there you go. Well, and that uh, buy me a drink. I'll tell you some crazy stuff. <laughs> fair enough, you got it. And if you want to hear one of those cool stories, then uh, then if you happen to be in the Seattle area for Emerald City Comic Con weekend, then you got to come see us at Crackle Fest Nine again. That is going to be at the Hard Rock Cafe in downtown Seattle, just a few short blocks away from the Washington State Convention Center. We're going to be upstairs in the Cavern Room. It is is a 21 and over show um it's a it's a great vibe and it's a great scene up there it's a great way to kind of it's going to be in the middle of the convention emerald city is a is a four-day con it starts on thursday and with crackle fest being friday night that's that's going to be a great midpoint for folks so i definitely want to encourage you if you're going to uh the con to yeah come by uh stop by pony up to the bar and maybe hear a uh, cool story or two uh, from where burglar because there's going to be all kinds of cool uh drink specials and it's it's just going to be a lot of fun and a lot of vibe but um that's uh that's why i wanted to transition to next so you've uh you've played shows with kirby crackle in the past uh but haven't done uh crackle fest before so it's going to be a, a new audience and new experience for you but i'd like to ask you uh what uh what can folks expect when Word Burglar takes the stage on a Friday night for Crackle Fest Nine, what are we in for? Well, 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 I'm going to burgle their words. Um, <laughs> words are getting burgled. <laughs> <laughs> words will be burgled. Uh, you can expect a lot of fun, crazy rhymes, some banging beats. We're going to get you off your feet. We're going to get you nodding your head and tapping your toes, and uh, and having some laughs. So it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be a great night. I'm really, really excited. Like I've heard about Crackle Fest for years and I'm so honored to, to finally come. And I love Seattle so much too. Mm-hmm. Like I had a great time. I, there, Seattle has so many, I know it's cliched to say as someone not from Seattle, sure. but the coffee in Seattle at every corner, like just a, a new cool coffee place. Like I, I'm a big coffee drinker. Oh yeah. So I was, I was loving like just 
taking in the coffee. And then I, <laughs> the food was amazing too. Like down to Pike place, uh, the market there. And, um, yeah, I just had a great time. Did, did the touristy stuff, saw the people throwing the fish and absolutely uh, got and, to. And what, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I like to hit a few comic stores, mm-hmm. hit some baseball stores and stuff like that. I went to Safeco field, saw a game. Toronto oh, cool. Blue Jays and Mariners. Yeah, last time I was there. Was oh, good. that's that's wonderful. I'm I'm glad that that timed out uh, timed out well for you. That that's really cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, so I can't can't wait to get back to Seattle. Is it cold there right now? It's it's chilly. Like uh, you know the the snow Mageddon the poc- the snow apocalypse seems to have uh, uh, abated for now um, because I I know uh, a few weeks ago when when we were in touch like uh, you know for my work we were just we were just crazy busy because unfortunately like other parts of uh of the country we don't get a whole lot of snowy weather so it's like when we do everybody loses their minds and so i mean and and we we got hit pretty hard i mean it's like you know we had some uh you know record snowfall for a month of february um and again we hadn't had any for quite a number of years uh or at least to this extent so it was like you know we're putting people up in hotels we're kind of doing round the clock uh uh extra news coverage and yeah it was just uh it, it was great i mean we did uh we did a lot of great news radio that i that i'm uh very proud of but man it was it was exhausting and it was incredibly busy but yeah now it's uh i mean it, it's kind of like uh 40 uh, something degrees outside it was sunny this afternoon um a little crisp in the air but uh i wouldn't i wouldn't necessarily call it cold um how uh um, how's that? How's that kind of compared to Toronto? Is it is it still uh, pretty wintry and and cold up there? Oh yeah, we've been buried under snow for like almost two months. Oh, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> a couple a couple sunny days, but yeah, it's uh, it, it was looking like it was going away, and then we had more snow today. Sure. Yeah, it's Canada. It's it's good. <laughs> I don't mind it. That's when I I get out my uh, my GI Joe snow team and. Ah, there you go. Playing with them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's uh, who's Get on your the snow cat? Oh yeah, there you go. You you beat me too. I was going to ask you who's uh, who's on your snow team there. I mean, obviously you're driving a snow cat, but driving a snow cat for sure. Yeah. Well, we got frostbite, and you got blizzard, and snow job, and iceberg, and sub zero. Yep. And uh, if you want to push it, there's like a snow ninja named Bushido. Um, you know, there's Arctic snake eyes you could throw in there. I think oh, we got yeah, an Arctic right. mind bender action figure that came out with a couple of years ago. So. I forgot about him. I'm You're right, him, Mike. I could keep going, man. Well, you know, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to throw these, throw these leads out there. I'm like, I know he could latch on to that, so, so we'll run with that for a few. Oh, it's but, easy. It's easy. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Uh, well, I mean, I, I tell you what, Sean. I mean, this is uh, this has been it, it's it's been a pleasure getting to know you, uh, and this has been a lot of fun. As uh, as we get closer to closing out, um, I would like to ask you a couple more questions relating to uh, your podcasting, uh, because like I, I'm looking on uh, on your website wordburglar.com, and it looks like you've got a couple few different podcasts out there and i was wondering if you'd like to chat about that while we got you on the line yeah yeah sure yeah well i do two podcasts uh the first is just is called weekend at Burgies, where <laughs> basically uh a guest and i hang out and we and we get nerdy we talk about video games and 
music and comic books and, and all that fun stuff. There's sort of some, we do some comedy. I always do like a, uh, I do an original rap every episode just to sort of kick things off. Oh, sweet. And, uh, and yeah, my guests range from rappers to rock singers and drummers to comedians and improvisers mm-hmm. and writers and, and all kinds of cool guests like that as you you know like like you do um so that's called weekend at birdies and uh, we've got 30 episodes of that out right now and then my other podcast is called do you still like this movie where yes. um <laughs> i have uh, a guest picks a movie that they used to really like and they haven't seen it in you know a long time and we watch it to see if they still like it <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's just a great excuse for me to hang out with uh, friends of mine and watch um, watch old movies. So sometimes yeah. it's a movie that I know. Sometimes it's a movie I don't. So uh-huh. I highly, I highly recommend it. So we just started doing that, and it's been going really, really well. So yeah, do you still like this movie? Um, we watch a lot of funny, crazy movies, and you'd be surprised which ones hold up and which ones don't. So yeah, awesome, very <laughs> cool. And and uh, where where can folks uh, get those podcasts? Uh, I'm on everything, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Radio, uh, any, if you just type it in, you can find it. Uh, wordburglar.com, you should be able to find links to everything mm-hmm. there. Um, or just type in Word Burglar on your podcast app, and they should come up. Perfect. Very cool. Yeah. Now, as a, so as a, as we wrap up, I, I have a, a multi-part question that I ask all of my guests. It's a multi-part. Uh, I'd like to start with what, and, and these, it's funny, I just, uh, I recently had uh, Caleb Goliner on who uh, did the poster art for Cracklefest 9, and he's a, a comics creator. He's done a lot of uh, Ninja Turtles, a lot of Sonic the Hedgehog comics, and all that, and after I asked him these questions he's he's like um oh these are these are job interview questions aren't they and i never really thought about it that way but yes he's absolutely right so here's here's my job interview questions for word burglar first uh what is uh what has been your biggest challenge as an artist so that's uh that's one arm of it uh the next part of it is what is the ultimate uh direction for your art and finally, uh, what advice do you have for folks that want to pursue their own artistic endeavors? Okay. Well, you know what? Your first two questions kind of connect because mm-hmm. uh, the biggest challenge is reaching people. You know, in this day and age, it's amazing with all the access we have and all the different platforms, but it, there's also so much out there that uh, you can get your stuff online, but then there's so many other things out there you're competing with. It's really hard to break through. Mm -hmm. So really being able to find people, it's going back to what you were saying earlier about this great community with crackle fest and everyone, the communities finding great communities. uh, It's, it's absolutely priceless when, when we can find cool people who want to share the music. So finding, yeah, finding an audience um, is, is always going to be a challenge and finding new listeners um, and I've been very lucky over the years to have found cool people who enjoy listening to my music. So I'm super thankful for that. Um, so, and then your second question was what my ultimate goal is. And that's really the same thing. It's mm-hmm. just finding more people to share my music with. So that's, I'm always trying to just create, you know, when you create something, you want more people to experience it. Mm-hmm. And if they have fun with it and share it with their friends, you know, that's, 
that's really the best feeling. So I'm always looking for that. Um, and then the, sorry, your last question. Uh, what advice do you have for folks that want to pursue their own artistic interests? Well, honestly, it's like I told you about Japan. I'm a firm believer in just, if you want to mm-hmm. do something, really just do it. You, you just, no matter how daunting it may seem, you know, you can always give yourself reasons not to do something, but you know, you just got to do it. If you want to, if you want to write a song, just write a song. You don't have to take a class. You don't have to learn anything. Try writing a song. Try writing whatever you want to do, and then you'll learn from that. And then, you, yeah, sure, you can take classes. You can do whatever you need to do to pursue that thing you want to do. And usually, those things can help you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, I'm I mean, I'm self-taught for rapping. I just loved listening to rap, and I just kept writing my own little raps and practicing them ever since I was like, I don't know, like 11 or 12 years old. So I just always liked doing it. And if you like doing something, just do it. And it's never too late to do something. So I think, uh, I think, you know, life's too short. You just got to do stuff you want to (laughs) do. Absolutely. Well said. Well said. I appreciate the insight. Well, uh, like I said, Sean, uh, this is, this has been a lot of fun, uh, getting to, uh, getting to know you learn more about word burglar and your music and, uh, what we've got going on, uh, for crackle fest coming up. Um, but, uh, before I let you go, uh, can you let folks know how they can gain access to your music, uh, where they can find you on the internets and how they can connect with you on the social medias. Okay, well, on Twitter, I'm just simply at WordBurglar, W-O-R-D-B-U-R-G-L-A-R. You'd be surprised how many times that gets misspelled. (laughs) Uh, On (laughs) Instagram, I'm at the WordBurglar, which is just WordBurglar with the in front of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But then, yeah, check me out on podcast. Just type in WordBurglar, either Weekend at Bergie's or Do You Still Like This Movie? And then check out all my music. I'm on every digital platform you can find. Uh, Bandcamp is great as well. If you just type in Word Burglar on Bandcamp, you'll find me. Um, yeah, the newest album's called Rhyme Your Business. Check it out. Uh, there's a video called Rental Patient that's out right now. I've got a lot of videos on YouTube, yeah. and they're all really fun. And uh, I think your listeners will get a lot of the references. So please, uh, please check them out. And definitely please come to the show on March 15th. Crackle Fest, come say what's up. I can't wait to to meet everybody and and discuss who would win between the Sharkticons and uh, the Piranacons. <laughs> oh wow! See now that that would be that would be a throwdown for the ages for sure. Oh man, I you know what? And I'm just gonna have to sit and think about that. And the folks listening at home will uh, will uh, have to place your bets. Maybe maybe we'll put a poll up later. <laughs> but. Uh, uh, so, Sean, finally, the, the last thing I'd like to ask you is, uh, is there anyone in particular you'd like to acknowledge or give shout outs to? Because, you know, it uh, at, much like with a lot of art, it takes a village. And, uh, yeah, I just thought I'd open the floor up for you before uh, before we part ways for now. Mike, that's the easiest question you've asked me all night. I want to <laughs> thank you for having me on here and taking the time to promote the show and help us out. Obviously, big shout out to Kirby Crackle. Absolutely, thank you so much to Kyle. Um, yeah, Mike, I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, to geek out with me, man. This has been really fun. So, <laughs> shout out to you. 
<laughs> oh well, thank you, sir. You're uh, you are incredibly sweet, and the uh, and uh, the the perception that uh, us Americans have of our Canadian uh, neighbors is firmly intact and can confirm. Uh, <laughs> oh, we're just cousins, man. Exactly. We're just all good. We're all the same. <laughs> exactly. You're you're a sweet, wonderful man. I appreciate you. <laughs> uh, back at you, man. Back right. at you. Cheers. All right. Have a have a good one, and we will see you March. 15th Friday night at Cracklefest 9. Oh man, I'm excited. It's coming up. Awesome. <laughs> it, it's coming up soon too. I was just looking at the calendar and it's like, oh, that's happening like soon. <laughs> yeah, I better learn some rhymes, I guess. I better get good at rapping. <laughs> you better watch out. Your words are going to get burgled. <laughs> that's right, man. That's right. <laughs> All right. Great talking to you. Likewise. Have a great night. Okay. Thanks, you too. Bye. Bye. And again, you can catch Word Burglar along with Mega Thruster and Kirby Crackle at Cracklefest 9, Friday, March 15th at Hard Rock Seattle during Emerald City Comic Con weekend. More information, including advanced ticket sales, at KirbyCracklemusic.com. And closing us out this week is the latest single from Word Burglar, Damage Control, from the Rhyme Your Business album, inspired by the regular folks who clean up the Marvel Universe after the superheroes have left. Get the limited edition vinyl now from Black Buffalo Records. The Damage Control Space Defense Team split features Esoteric, Cool Keith, and Mega Ran, Beats by Beat Mason, and Cuts by Uncle Fez. And I don't know as of press time if Sean will have copies of that limited edition vinyl available at Cracklefest, but I'll tell you what, if he does, I'm going to grab one because it looks really, really cool. Uh, for my guest, Word Burglar, my name is Mike. This has been Mike Seibert Radio. We will see you at Cracklefest 9 on March 15th. And until next time, make good choices. <laughs> On the surf, we're tilted further by the silver surfer. Turned a burglar to a civil server. Thrilling work, sure, I know they save kids. But who they think's cleaning up all this bridge? Yeah. Fleet is Cassidy Carnage at Carnegie Hall. Or blast down the bombers, car bombing them all. I'm charging them all. Like Gambit's credit cards. Handling damage like slamming the records bars. Reading suits, split the street in two, defeating humans, find an evil do. Tell them we the cleanup food, damage control, it's whim. I seen a thing or two, it's blabbering time. When stopping crimes, gets broken like the hopped off the line. When the weapons go blam, blam, we deal with it all, big or small like Ant-Man. Jean Way gets carried away, and safe to say she gonna pay the bill, worth to pay the way. Hey, what can I say? It's just another day of work. Want tough? You should see our secret wars paperwork. Herbs make damage, we manage the task. When Atlantis attacks, or Namor's planning a bath. Yeah, Patsy Walker the sleepwalker. Even Peter Parker needs a partner after he beats Shocker. We're sweeping the meat locker of a Marvel zombie. I'll leave your face whiter than Moon Knight's laundry.
might have seen behind the scenes Working harder than trying to find the Hulk size of jeans In times of need, who you gonna call when the sky falls? We always open, like the watcher's eyeballs Maybe it's security in the when anger had a bandana Can't lose my undershirt if you're uninsured You'd have better luck in voicing the Punisher When they warring with the hoax and they brawling with the caps When they leave dancing cracks and the monuments collapse Super villains out for loot, they shoot and blast the entrance We pick up pieces from their random acts of vengeance Yo, tensions high, as you talk before our portals in the sky Collide with buildings, mortals mortified and forced to hide Maybe it's doom, envy and tombs are kill longer I really wish these towers were built stronger We build longer hours, believe it to a novice And be out of business if Galactus sits on your office We got this, we'll clean, control, clear them Faster than Jarvis on some super soldier serum From the Shiar Imperium to Yancey Street In no time, like Kang, we can't be beat Sandman debris will disappear like Mysterio Ring Fang Foom just took up Here we go And that will do it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And if you'd like to listen to my past episodes, including all of my KGRG College radio shows, subscribe on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, the Stitcher Radio app, Apple Podcasts, and on iTunes or wherever you download your podcasts. Like, share, rate, and review the show wherever you find it. Leave a five-star review on iTunes. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MikeSybertRadio and write into the mailbag, MikeSybertRadio at gmail.com. And again, that spelling is S-E-I-B-E-R-T, just the way it sounds. Join us Friday, March 15th at Hard Rock Seattle for Cracklefest 9 featuring Word Burglar, Megathruster, and of course, the pioneers of nerd rock Kirby Crackle, I will be your host that night, and I hope to see you all out there. Emerald City Comic Con presents Cracklefest 9, A Night of Nerd Rock. For more information, including ticket info, videos, music, blogs, and more, check out KirbyCracklemusic.com. This has been Mike Seibert Radio. My name is Mike, and until next time, make good choices.